know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Who? Jack Burton. Me. Old Jack always says... Welcome to Geek Fights. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us tonight? Well, tonight we've got Paul Story. Hey, how's it going? Victor Pointer. Hey, afternoon. And James Denton. Hello there. So, what are we fighting about this time, Damon? Uh, this week's topic is best superhero slash comic book TV show, live action TV show. Uh... We were going to do animated in there, but we realized that animated would dominate this, and we wanted to give a little bit of love to some of the live-action stuff that's out there. So, um, Mike, how do our fights here work? Well, we have an NCAA tournament-style bracket. We pit two competitors against one another and put it to a vote. Majority wins, because this is America. The panel can decide the battle any way they want. Uh, You can pick which hero you like better, which show you thought was uh, better written, which actor you like better. Uh, Any criteria you want, you just use what we call Geek Logic. Uh, Mike, what is Geek Logic? Geek Logic, as always, can be explained by this lovely pre recorded message. If Webster's Dictionary were enlightened enough to have an entry on Geek Logic, it would define it as any argument you can use to back up your choice. You define the terms any way you like, as long as it supports your claim and makes sense to you. And that's Geek Logic. All right, let's start the fights. Paul, you're going to start this one off. It is Adventures of Superman versus Lois and Clark, the new Adventures of Superman. Well, I am going to say that uh, Adventures of Superman sort of has the the whole um, cachet that uh, that the character Superman does. It was sort of the first live action superhero show. Um, and, uh, you know, at George Reed and, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, much as I liked Terry Hatcher, um, thought Dean Kane was okay. Um, I got to go with the original and the best adventures of Superman. All right. A vote for adventures. Uh, Mike, uh, I'm going to go with Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman. Uh, while adventures of Superman was the first, uh, one of the things that I really liked about Lois and Clark was they took this classic notion of Superman and essentially married it to a, a, another kind of TV style. I mean, it was very much a moonlighting type approach. And I always appreciate when they take classic characters and really take them in a different direction or, t- or take a look at them that you don't normally see in the comics. And that's something that uh, I thought the show did very well. And Terry Hatcher was much, much, much hotter. Okay. Uh, Victor. Uh, I'd have to go with uh, Lois and Lane. <clears throat> Lois and Clark? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Lois and Clark, yeah. <laughs> no, I just liked it because he looked good in tights. All right. Um... I am going to have to choose Lois and Clark as well, but not for the reason you're thinking, Paul. 
I, I know that Adventures of Superman came first, blah, 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 blah. But uh, Dean Kane hasn't blown out his brains, uh, whereas, uh, what's his name? <laughs> he did. Dean Kane should have blown it out It was murder. Brain. Yeah, yeah. Murder. Whatever. Murder, suicide, doesn't matter. Dean Kane should Murder, Mike be- said. <laughs> Dean Kane <laughs> should be dead. He's not. Look at his career. It's horrible. So I'm going with Lois and Clark. James? Uh, you know, I'm going to have to go with uh, Lois and Clark as well. I, I think uh, uh, definitely uh, I enjoyed it. It was at a time in my life where it was great. To, I think I think it came on like Saturday morning or afternoon or something like that, like right around the noon hour. I, I'm not quite sure, but uh, it was at a very uh, developmental stage for me. So uh, Terry Hatcher was just the perfect piece of eye candy. And the rest of the stories weren't too bad either. You had uh, uh, the, the guy who played Lex Luthor, I guess, went on to do another show that we'll be talking about. Um, uh, uh, yeah, and uh, also Dean Kane. I'm gonna have to go against uh, what you said about Dean. There, you said he should have killed himself. I disagree because if he had, we would not have get, uh, gotten to see him in uh, Man on Fire. I think it was. Um, not quite sure. Uh, no, Out of Time actually with Denzel Washington, and he has that awesome porn goatee. And if he had <laughs> killed himself, we wouldn't have got to see that. So. <laughs> All right, Lois and Clark wins this fight. On to the next one. Mike, this one is yours. It is the New Adventures of Superboy versus Smallville. Yeah, I I really got a kick out of the New Adventures of Superboy, and I I liked how they brought in a lot of uh, comic book writers on the show. And uh, it was actually, I thought, pretty clever for uh, a syndicated show of its time. But I definitely am going to side with Smallville here. Like I, I said with Lois and Clark, this was an instance where they took... Superman story and and grafted it onto something a little different. It was it was billed as kind of a nine hundred two one zero though. I think that's unfair. I think it was really much more of Superman kind of blended onto Buffy, and that's a nice visual in and of itself. But uh, I think I'm going to stick with Smallville because it really it I. I when I first heard about this concept, I thought it was really a stupid idea. And then shortly after the show started, when you saw Lana's parents get hit by a meteor, I knew this show wasn't going to be what I thought it was. So, Smallville. Smallville. Victor! I'd have to go with Smallville. <clears throat> Just because I like the way they brought in uh, the Flash and Man of Steel and all of them later on in the season. All right. A vote for Smallville. Um... I am going to go with the adventures of New Superboy or New Superboy's adventures because um, it only sucked for, what, two or three seasons? Smallville has sucked for five. Granted, it had five great seasons, but the the last five seasons of Smallville have sucked balls. So I'm going with Less Suck and Superboy. James? Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't watch a lot of Superboy, uh, whereas I did watch a little bit of Smallville and and. I guess the main thing that I appreciated about Smallville over Superboy was once they got past the uh, the sort of monster of the week, you know, the kryptonite infused villain of the week idea. Uh, the show's uh, the show did take a pretty solid turn. It definitely got into more adult themes and uh, uh, more uh, respectable writing in that regard. So uh, I'm gonna have to vote for Smallville on it. Uh, vote for Smallville, Paul. Wow, um, I actually met one of the new adventures of Superboy Superboys at a convention. Really nice guy. But um, I have to actually go for Smallville, and here's my geek logic on it. Um, putting aside everything else, the uh, cool guest stars and and uh, and uh, the reinvention of, of the character, Smallville was one of the 
uh, things that that uh, Geek Night, which geek fights evolved out of, was based on. Getting together on Wednesday nights and watching Smallville. Um, and that group has kind of evolved into the a lot of the geek fighters. So I'm going for Smallville. Okay, Smallville uh, also, it, also, if I can interject, uh, I don't know if there are extra points for any series, but they did have like a teenage bald Lex Luthor. So can't go wrong with that either. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but, uh, Paul, it was Voyager that we watched first. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> Victor, I didn't say first. I just said it was one of the... I'm just one saying. Of the, yeah. Uh, Victor, this fight is yours. It is Heroes versus Electro Woman and Dyna Girl. Which one do you have? I have to go with Heroes because uh, Electro Woman and Dyna Girl keep letting Spider Woman away. And that just kept getting annoying. All right. A vote for Heroes. Um... I think I am probably... You know what? Electra Woman and Dyna Girl. Why not? Sexy Women in Spandex. Gotta love it. James? Uh, I'm going to have to go uh, with your choice, Electra Woman and Dyna Girl, simply because Heroes uh, just yeah, had just a mouthful of suck the entire time. Like, I mean, if the first season I enjoyed up until the ending, and I didn't like the ending, and then they just never got it back for the rest of the show. So... Uh, Electro Woman and Dyna Girl for me. All right, Paul. Um, I, I Heroes lost me in the first, I think, five seconds when they brought up the title card. It said something to the effect of, they would save the world, but first. And I, I just, I was like, oh, well, I don't care. Um, there, I, I later went on, saw a few episodes, liked them okay. Uh, there were good, some good writers on the show, some good actors on the show, but I am going uh, with Electra Woman and Dyna Girl uh, because they were they were uh, a, a seminal moment in my youth. Oh, uh, seeing live action superheroines. Seminal? Hmm. Tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Uh, I'm going to agree with uh, everyone who voted for Electra Woman and Dyna Girl, and for all the same reasons. All right, easy as that. Uh, next fight, Tales from the Crypt versus Blade. And um, while uh, Blade, the movies, was awesome, and I will say that Blade, the series, did have a ridiculously hot chick on there. I remember, like, occasionally tuning in and going, what is this? That chick is so hot. Um, Tales from the Crypt was consistently awesome. It was funny. It was horrific. It, it's one of the perfect shows. So I, I got to go with Tales from the Crypt. Uh, James. Uh, I absolutely agree, man. Tales from the Crypt all the way. Like I, I liked the first Blade movie. Uh, the second one sort of went off the rails for me. And uh, uh, I actually discussed this on my show way back. But like when they would do like the super slow mo, overdone deaths for some guy who didn't say two words in the movie, that's where Blade kind of went off the rails for me. But Tales from the Crypt, just like you said, uh, consistently awesome. Uh, all the way through, like tons of big stars, uh, tons of great writing, uh, just all around a fantastic show. So, Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. Paul? Well, you know, if we were sticking strictly to Tales of the Crypt, Demon Knight the movie, <laughs> that, that has actually one of the best opening sequences, uh, uh, marriage of, of imagery and song, with uh, Filter's Hey Man, Nice Shot as William Sadler drives along a, a nighttime highway. But I didn't, never, I didn't really watch the uh, series, and, um, and I am going to go with uh, Blade. And by the way, Damon, the, the 
the woman from Blade is now the host of uh, what is it? Um, Wipeout. Okay. Oh yeah. And and she's the Mercury Girl. So, um, but uh, yeah, actually, I'm uh, David Goyer, uh, comic book writer. Jeff Johns, comic book writer, worked on Blade. It wasn't the world's greatest series, but I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Blade. A vote for Blade, Mike. Uh, I couldn't make it more than about 15 minutes into the first episode of Blade, and while I heard it did get much better. That first 15 minutes was enough for me not to try and give it another shot. So, Tales from the Crypt. And Victor. I'm going with Tales from the Crypt because Blade just won't. <laughs> All right. Tales from the Crypt moves on. And uh, we're going on to our next fight. Uh, James, this one is yours. It is right. Witchblade versus Shazam slash Isis Hour. Okay. Uh, I don't even know anything about Shazam Isis Hour, but I'm still going to pick it because I don't know if anybody saw any of that Witchblade show, but it was buttastic. The the girl, uh, like she was the chick from Drop Zone. I can't even remember her name right now. Um, but Yancy she was... Butler. That's her, Yan- Yancey. That's right. Uh, she was okay, but like, just to, it was a show that didn't translate well to TV. Like, they kept trying to do the armor, and she just had this like old school metal gauntlet. Like, they make jokes with about challenge you to a duel and slap somebody across the face with the metal gauntlet. And then they would do this weird little flash of her walking along, and it's like, look, it's a suit of armor. Now it's just her again. Look, it's a suit of armor. Now it's just it was stupid. Just s- screw that show. So, <laughs> all right. So, a vote against which play? Yeah, there you go, <laughs> uh, Paul. Um, you know what? I uh, I religiously watched Shazam Isis when I was a kid, um, which shows how old I am. Um, but I thought, and, and I never read the Witchblade comic um, before the Witchblade TV show. But I thought that uh, I thought actually they they did an interesting uh, kind of. Um, translation from from the comic to something that uh, the average viewer might actually stop and watch. It was kind of a cop show with some supernatural elements, rather than you know a full on the the uh, you know uh, spiky metal bikini thing. And um, I like Jancy Butler, and uh, I can't remember the guy who played Church. Was it Ch- Churchill? Was the uh, anyway the uh, the guy who uh, was uh, the the major <laughs> assassin. Anyway, You're going I, with uh, I like I I like the show, but not quite as much as uh, not quite as much as uh, as James hated it. But I I'll, I'm gonna <laughs> well, vote for Witchblade. All right, Mike. Isis uh, was a hot chick in a little white skirt, and Shazam had a badass Winnebago. So Shazam Isis. Shazam Isis. Uh, Victor. I have to go with uh, Isis just because she beat up Bigfoot. I'm going to go with Witchblade, even though I don't like the show at all. Uh, I just I just don't know that I can vote for Shazam. At this point in time, I don't know that I can do that. So, Witchblade, even though Shazam is moving on. And uh, we're on to our next fight, Paul. This one is yours: the Human Target versus the Incredible Hulk. Ooh! Now, see, this is this is fun because I know that a lot of people uh, have a really warm spot in their heart for the Incredible Hulk. I um, I didn't like it that much. Um, I found it 
uh, got really tedious um, and uh, wasn't a very good adaptation of the uh, comic. Um, on the other hand, Human Target is also not a good adaptation to the comic of the comic, but it has got Mark Valley, uh, Chai McBride, uh, uh, Jackie Earl Haley, um, and it's probably one of my favorite. Just it's it's a a fun show and doesn't take itself too seriously, but is not a joke. Um, I'm voting for Human Target. Human Target, Mike. Don't make me angry. You won't like me when I'm angry. Incredible uh, Hulk. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> a vote for the Incredible <laughs> Hulk. Victor. I'm going with Rick Springfield. That's the Human Target. I'm going to go with Rick Springfield. In the going to give you up. Human. That's, that's Rick Astley. Did, did we just get Rick rolled on uh, Geek Fight? We just got Rick uh, Jesse's girl. <laughs> I yes. gotcha. Jesse's girl. All right. Uh, I am going with the Incredible Hulk because it's the goddamn Incredible Hulk. It's an awesome show, especially when Daredevil and Thor show up. <laughs> James, <laughs> uh, I I, uh, I haven't uh, really. I mean, I've seen a little bits and pieces of Human Target, so I can't really speak to it. Or and, and if it is from a comic book, apparently I haven't read anything from the comics so uh i'm gonna have to go with the hulk uh mainly because at first i wasn't so sure uh but i recently rewatched the pilot and uh it held up i think uh, like i don't know maybe by the umpteenth episode of you know uh he goes to town people mess with him he hulks out runs away goes to a new town maybe that gets old after a while but for the first for the for the pilot itself plus the lady that was trying to help him out was wearing this sort of like see-through shirt while they were in the lab and uh that always wins <laughs> yes incredible hulk. yes and well, she actually had uh, c- uh conveniently placed pockets right there <laughs> where the nipples would be so oh uh, well but, you still, can see ferrigno's nipples pretty clearly though <laughs> oh, quite. And those things were as round as some breasts, so. Oh, God. All right, here we're moving on. Mike, this fight is yours. Uh, it's Mutant X versus Swamp Thing. You know, both of these shows uh, I thought were, were kind of crappy, but uh, Swamp Thing at least was based on a comic book, so I'll give it to Swamp Thing. I'll vote for Swamp Thing. Victor? I'm going with Swamp Thing. I couldn't stand Mutant X. Another vote for Swamp Thing. I am going to vote for Mutant X because the chicks were hotter. They were actually ridiculously hot on Mutant X, so that's where I'm going, James. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Swamp Thing, even though, as I mentioned before, uh, Lex Luthor from Lois and Clark ended up as their sort of little mini Professor X or whatever. But uh, uh, ultimately, I think... uh, both shows not being all that great, Swamp Thing was probably a little truer to the spirit of Swamp Thing, maybe, than uh, than Mutant X was to the spirit of anything aside from Fail. <laughs> all right, <laughs> and Paul, I, you know what? I am uh, I am going to have to uh, vote with my wallet. Uh, be- if it weren't for <laughs> Mutant X TV show, they would not have done the couple issues of the Mutant X comic based on the TV show. And I would not have written a story about the secret origin of Shalimar Fox. Um, so I'm, I'm going with the paycheck. I'm voting for Mutant X. Uh, Shalimar. Swamp Thing wins. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, moving on. Victor, this one is yours. It is the $6 million man versus the bionic woman. 
Um, I have to go with Bionic Woman, just because the slow motion was more to my liking. I'd have to say. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go with the Six Million Dollar Man because I'm pretty sure he could beat that bitch's ass. So. Six million dollar man for me, James. Six million dollar man all the way because it was freaking Lee Majors, man, and he was the fall guy. Geek logic all the way. Six million dollar man. Six million. Paul. Um, you know, I I hate to to uh, pick on a lady, but I'm also going to have to go with the six million dollar man. It was, uh, you know, if if it weren't for the six million dollar man, there wouldn't have been a Bionic Woman show, and uh, Lee Majors was cool. Uh, we had uh, the introduction of Oscar Goldman. We had Mar- Monty Markham as the $7 million man. And we had Sasquatch, the oh. robotic alien Sasquatch that showed up on those. So, uh, Six yeah, million dollar man. Six million dollar man. All right, Mike. Uh, I'm going to go with Six Million Dollar Man also because when I was a kid, Six Million Dollar Man had the most awesome toys. And the Bionic Woman toys were like outfits which were basically just like Barbie and uh, a beauty salon and a little classroom and a sports car and uh, the six million dollar man had like Oscar with an exploding briefcase and he had an astronaut dome and all kinds of badass stuff alright six million dollar man wins and we're moving on Uh, next fight is Batman versus Captain America seems like we do this fight a lot only this is this is the shows, um, and I'm gonna go with uh, Captain America because he's so awesome on that motorcycle. <laughs> so I gotta go with that, James. Uh, yeah, Captain America. We, we kind of mentioned this earlier. Captain America was like I understand why he was popular and I understand why he came around, but I don't like the nationalism aspect of it so much. Uh, plus, Batman is all broody and dark, and he's got that <laughs> voice, you know, and uh, and he just he kicks a lot of ass. I, under, I understand he doesn't kill people, but he does kick a lot of ass. And and I think the thing that makes him win, in my eyes, for uh, Batman, is that he doesn't have a superpower. All his abilities come from either money or uh, training. Uh, so, you know, he's like a human in peak physical condition versus Captain America, which was obviously on super roids or whatever. So, Batman for me. Vote for Batman, Paul. Well, this is a tough one because I love Captain America more than any other superhero on the face of the earth. I I tuned in when Red Brown first showed up on uh, on our TV screens in his weird, awful, not Captain America outfit with his his see through shield. Um, I I was there again when he fought Christopher Lee. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I would love to be able to say, yeah, Captain America. But the Batman TV show, for all its flaws, was uh, was a benchmark. It was uh, – and Yvonne Craig, Batgirl, boom, geek logic. All right. Batman for Paul. Mike? Uh, I believe I've used the Bat Super Soldier Repellent line before, haven't I? No, you haven't. Oh, well, then I'll use that one, Batman. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> And Victor. I'm going with the anti-shark spray. Anti-shark spray and the bat. Bat. Batman. Quick quick, quick little aside there. Has anybody ever watched on the internet any of the uh, how it should have ended videos? 
They're these sort of like animated cartoons. You can probably find them on YouTube, and they do various movies on how it should have ended. And one of them was a Superman two, I think, where uh, uh, Lex is running his mouth about even you with your superhuman speed and all this couldn't stop both of them and whatever. And so Superman's like, "Hold on a second, and he flies away, and just like half a second later, he comes back holding both missiles, <laughs> and he's like, "Are you talking about these missiles?" And the whole point of this is at the end, it shows Superman and Batman at a coffee shop talking about it, and Batman's like, "I could have probably done something," and he's like. Yeah, well, I tell you what. When you get a, I can fly so fast around the Earth that time itself reverses. Gadget on your belt. Just let me know. I'm Batman. Yeah, I know. And, James, this fight is yours. It All is right. the Green Hornet versus Painkiller Jane. Those shows. Oh God, um, Green Hornet, man, Green Hornet. Because I know I, I remember that sort of halfway. I guess like this Painkiller Jane. Uh, is it is it even still around? Did that show survive at all? Oh no, I think it only went two seasons. Did it even go? I I thought it went like two episodes or something. It just got destroyed. But it didn't uh, go two full seasons. Yeah, it just it 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 never appealed to me. And uh, it, what the Green Hornet had is judo or whatever. So uh, Green Hornet. <laughs> Green Hornet, Paul. Yeah. Um, I would love to say Painkiller Jane, uh, Christiana Logan, uh, Elena Hoffman. Very attractive ladies. Uh, um, Jimmy Palmiotti and Joe Casada created Painkiller Jane. Uh, but, you know, Green Hornet, uh, not only does did, did they uh, uh, guest star on the uh, Batman TV show, uh, Bruce Lee, you know? Indeed. Kato was Bruce Lee. It's got to be Green Hornet. Green Hornet, Mike? They should have called the show Painful Jane because it was a pain to watch that show. <laughs> and if Green Hornet moves ahead, that means he's fighting Batman again. <laughs> Victor, uh, I'm going with the uh, Green Hornet because can't vote against Bruce Lee. All right, a vote for Green Hornet, and I am going to vote for Green Painkiller Jane. I'm voting for boobies. Seriously, I'm voting for tits. I think I might do that the whole episode. Uh, I like her boobs way more than anybody else's. And and plus, Green Hornet was kind of a step forward backwards for Asians because, of course, the Asian guy that's way better is the sidekick. I don't understand that. But Green Hornet moves on. Painkiller Jane loses. And, Paul, this fight is yours. It is Wonder Woman versus the Birds of Prey. I was going to say, this, is, this one is going to be hell for you. Uh, if you're going by <laughs> right. going by breasts, well, there are uh, six breasts in Bird of Prey, but two very, very large ones in Wonder Woman. So, <laughs> there you go. Um, I, you know, I I thought it was cool that with Wonder Woman, they when they launched that show, they did it in in the 40s, and uh, and and you know they that was uh, that was pretty cool. Linda Carter, it's pretty much the epitome of Wonder Woman. People to this day are still like, oh, Wonder Woman. Um, I like Birds of Prey. I I actually wrote a Birds of Prey TV show comic story once that didn't get published because the show got canceled. Um, I, I Birds of Prey didn't ever decide what it wanted to be. Um, sometimes it was kind of jokey. Sometimes it was deathly serious. Um, they couldn't figure out whether you know they wanted to have a lot of superpowers or or what it just it seemed really conflicted. Wonder Woman, for whatever else you can say, was very consistent. I'm going with Wonder Woman. Uh, vote for Wonder Woman, Mike. 
Yeah, normally we have that logic of there's three of them, but in this case, I am definitely picking quality over quantity and going Wonder Woman. All right, Victor. I really haven't seen too many Wonder Woman episodes, but I can't say I've really seen any of the other show either. Too much. <laughs> I guess I'll go with Wonder Woman. A vote I like for the lasso. Wonder Woman and the lasso of truth. Um, I'm gonna go with Birds of Prey because there are three. Well technically two nice sets of boobs because I've seen Dina Meyer's boobs and I don't like them. I don't like them at all. Uh, (laughs) They were horrible. Horrible. Almost took me out of Starship Troopers completely when I saw them. They were like fried eggs hanging off a nail. It was horrible. (laughs) But I'm still going to vote for Birds of Prey because I did want to see the boobs on the other two ladies. So there's my logic. James? Wow. Uh, before before I give my answer, I do I do want to point to a little bit of booby uh, booby story there. Um, do you remember back when uh, uh, what was that Wild Things came out? And the reason it made me think of it is Denise Richards. I guess we was also in Starship Troopers, was yes. she not? Uh, and she of course popped those things right out. But for some reason, Nev Campbell wouldn't take her top off. Well, uh, now that her career is non-existent, she's doing these crappy little B movies. And I saw uh, one of them and know fully well why she wouldn't take her top off before. <laughs> Those things, there's, uh, I don't want to get into the details, but just rest assured, she made a wise choice in the film Wild Things. Um, <laughs> now, Where is your boat going? <laughs> aside from that, uh, I'm going to have to go. Uh, I, I agree that um, Birds of Prey did, was kind of like scatterbrained. It didn't really know what it wanted to be like from episode to episode, and so that was really weird to me. Uh, whereas uh, Wonder Woman, um, you know, Linda Carter was sort of like you said before, uh, the, the epitome of Wonder Woman. Um, and uh, for the for the time and place in my life, Wonder Woman definitely beats uh, Birds of Prey out. All right, Wonder Woman moves on. Mike, this fight is yours. It is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers versus Nick Fury. <laughs> uh, I am not going to hassle the Hoff. I'm voting Nick Fury. Nick Fury getting a vote. Victor. What were the choices? <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers versus Nick Fury. Oh, I have to go with Power Rangers on that one. I always wanted to be blue. You always wanted to be blue. Oh, I, why'd you have to go blue? I wanted to be blue. <laughs> I enjoy being blue. Oh, sorry. You, you, uh, sexual joke. But um, uh, Nick Fury, that's where I'm going. Uh, you're right. You don't hassle the Hoff, and I'm voting for the Hoff, goddammit. James? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Power Rangers. Um, uh, again, I don't know if this falls under geek logic, but uh, for two reasons. Um, one, uh, well, this is more uh, booby logic. Uh, uh, the Pink Ranger, man, that chick was hot. And uh, Joe Johnson. Uh, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, they tried to convince us way later that she, you know, got in a nude modeling or something, but I don't know. I, I, it was probably a fake picture, but I'll tell you what, it was one of my favorites for a long time. Also, <clears throat> um, the Power Rangers, I didn't even really watch it very much until the, do you, you guys remember the Sega CD? Remember that lovely piece of hardware? Well, they had a game where you essentially press left, right, up or down or one of the three buttons at certain times to keep the action going in the video, yeah, a la Dragon's Lair and things like that. Um, and uh, because of that game, I started watching the show and actually had about a year of actually enjoying that show uh, for its silliness and, and, you know, for a lot of people flipping around and doing all their crazy uh, uh, 
karate or whatever you want to call it. So, uh, Power Rangers for me. Power Rangers all tied up and going to you, Paul. Ooh, a tiebreaker. <laughs> well, you know, there is that whole Hoff thing uh, going on, and, uh, and you know, you, you don't want to mess with the Knight Rider. But uh, I'm actually voting for Nick Fury based entirely on Sandra Hess, who played uh, Andrea Von Strucker slash Viper. She chewed the scenery to an extent that made Hoff go like, whoa, I'm not even that bad on a on a cheeseburger. Um, <laughs> she went crazy. She was uh, over the top, and, and uh, I thought she was great. So I'm voting for Nick. Nick Fury wins. That was unexpected. Uh, Victor, this fight is yours. It is Kyle XY versus Generation X. I like Kyle XY just because he gets to use 100% of his brain. <laughs> and he doesn't get stuck with one ability. <laughs> That's just the... I love that show. I'll vote for Kyle XY. Um, I am going to vote for Generation X because <laughs> it was a really, really, really shitty knockoff of a, a really decent X-Men-verse comic book. So I'm going with that, and it had a lot more boobs. At least I think it does. Uh, There's games. some really nice boobs on Kyle XY. Yeah, but there were really nice boobs in Generation X. Uh, James? I have no experience with either of these shows. Uh, I, I remember seeing uh, pr- promos for um, Kyle XY, and it looked kind of interesting. Uh, and he did bring up a valid point earlier of using 100% of his brain, and he doesn't have a belly button. So, you know, uh, awesome and not awesome in the same uh, phrase or sentence there. Uh, but Generation X, uh, commonly abbreviated to Gen X, was uh, born after the baby boom generation. So I'm going to have to go with Gen X. Baby boom, boo. All right. Makes uh, no sense, but that's what I'm going with. It, it doesn't have to make sense. That's <laughs> geek logic. Uh, Paul? Um. I have got to say that uh, I have never seen an episode of Gen- uh, of Kyle XY, um, and it was probably a high-quality uh, show compared to Generation X, which was a schlockfest. But it did have Matt Frewer as a completely <laughs> psycho villain, and I'm going for Gen X. Generation X and Mike. Uh, I will go for Kyle XY. I actually thought that show was a lot of fun. I think it captured a lot of the things that early Smallville captured and was actually quite disappointed when it got canceled. And uh, you're disappointed now because it lost in the first round. Was not expecting that. Uh, On to our next fight. It's The Flash versus Spider-Man. And uh, I never really got to watch. I've seen them, but I didn't really get to watch them uh, while they were coming out, Spider-Man, that is. Uh, but The Flash, I remember my dad going, hey, check out this new show, it's The Flash. And he introduced me to it. I'm like, The Flash? And then The Flash, for a, lo- a long while, was my favorite comic book character. So I'm going to go with The Flash. James? Uh, I'm actually going to go with Spider-Man. If we're talking about like the 70s live-action Uh, where they like literally like they took i don't know like scotch tape and a piece of white rope and taped it to the side of a building and then yanked it off and then played that footage backward for him shooting his webbing and (laughs) i mean like you can't beat that for cheese factor and so i'm gonna have to go with spider-man vote for spidey paul um you know what i uh 
I, I actually liked Spider-Man when it was on, but uh, but it just was so clunky, you know. Uh, uh, and Flash uh, didn't, you know, if it weren't for actually the first Gulf War, the Flash might have survived, um, but it was preempted. Uh, and uh, anyway, uh, John Wesley Shipp, uh, uh, Amanda, uh, Amanda um, oh shoot, what is her name? Pete um, Amanda Pays. Pays. Amanda Pays. Um, plus, uh, there was the the awesome uh, old hero, the Deadly Nightshade. Um, <laughs> this pulp hero that guested on there a couple That's of times. Right. I love the Flash. The Flash gets a vote from you, Paul, uh, Mike. I'm going to go with the Flash, Mark Hamill, bitches. And <laughs> Victor. I'll go with Spider-Man just because I like the cheesiness of it. Unfortunately, the Flash has already won. Woohoo! <laughs> Moving on to our next fight, James. This is yours. All it right. is the Tick versus Nightman and his awesome saxophone. All right. Um, now, there's. I, I can think of two different versions of the Tick, and uh, while the live-action show had its ups and downs, we are going live-action uh, only. Only, only, oh, only. Gosh, man. That's, that's too bad because that cartoon rocked my socks. But um, based on the live action, uh, I, I Patrick Warburton, man, uh, like that guy can do no wrong in my eyes. Uh, putty all the way. So I'm going to have to go with the tick. The tick, Paul. Um, you know, I, I wanted to like uh, Nightman, Nightman, uh, the comic uh, created by Steve Englehart. Big fan of his. He's done some great stuff. Um, but the show was just awful. And the tick was hilarious. You had Patrick Warburton as a tick, Nestor Carbonell as uh as <laughs> Man- Batman, Batman well. well. <laughs> and um Liz Vassy as like Major Liberty or whatever. They didn't go with American made uh from but uh but she was fantastic. Um I the guy who played Arthur Again, I can't remember his name, but he was very good. Um, and uh, Warburton was just like the personification of the tick. So you're going uh, with the tick. Yep. All right, Mike. Uh, I will go with the tick for all the reasons everybody said and because it was hilarious. <laughs> Batman Well gets a vote for me. Not the tick, though. The tick fucking sucked, but I love Batman Well. <laughs> <laughs> And Victor, is it a clean sweep? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a clean sweep. Uh, we're at our last fight of the first round. Paul, this one is yours. It is Manimal versus Greatest American Hero. There is just no. Uh, there's just no competition here. Believe it or not, I'm voting Greatest American Hero. It had a better theme song, and everybody still remembers it. Um, yeah, Greatest American Hero was awesome. Oh, Sorry, Manimal. Um, man sleep. <laughs> Mike? I will also vote for Greatest American Hero because I designed the DVD package. Uh, that is correct. Victor? I'll go with America's Greatest Hero because he designed the CD package. <laughs> That's some good geek logic there. I'm going with Manimal because he talked to animals, and that shit is awesome. <laughs> it's horrible, 
but it's turned awesome. into animals. Can I can I can I point a point out a flaw in your logic? Uh, Doctor Doolittle also talked to animals, and, he's and that awesome. was not awesome. He's awesome, especially the Eddie Murphy movie. All three of them. <laughs> I can't. I, I see. I can't trust anything you say now. Uh, James, your vote. Uh, uh, my vote. Uh, oh gosh. Is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Greatest American Hero because um, uh, my logic on that, uh, George Costanza had a version of that song as his message when people called him. Believe it or not, George isn't, his home, isn't at home. That was awesome to me. So Greatest American Hero. All right. Greatest American Hero wins. And, uh, well, we're at the end of the first round. Uh, Lois and Clark are moving on. Smallville. Uh, Electro Woman, Dina Girl, Tales from the Crypt, Shazam, uh, Isis Hour, The Incredible Hulk, Swamp Thing, Six Million Dollar Man, Batman, Green Hornet, Wonder Woman, Nick Fury, Generation X, The Flash, The Tick, and The Greatest American Hero. And we'll be back after these short messages. You can buy underoos where you buy underwear. It's underwear that is underwear. And we're back. Uh, we started a new thing a few weeks ago. Uh, What's your geek cred? And we're going to jump right into it with Paul. Paul, what is your geek cred? Well, my geek cred actually starts out with uh, illustrating for a role-playing game magazine uh, back when I was in college. But I have since moved on to strictly writing. Uh, I write comics for um, all sorts of different publishers, including Marvel and DC and uh, uh, Learner Books, uh, Moonstone, and uh, also do a little bit of prose writing uh, as well. So I'm a professional geek. Awesome town. Uh, Victor, what is your geek cred, sir? Uh, read some of the comic books that he might have mentioned. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. You don't know? Uh, mostly just computers, I guess. Uh, going for my programming degree. All right. Computer geek, rock and roll. James, what is your geek cred, sir? Uh, I've got a few different things. Uh, I have, over the years, uh, played many different uh, massively multiplayer online games uh, for at least a few months at a stretch. Uh, I also uh, host another podcast uh, of my own, a Geek Speak podcast, uh, with a guy by the name of Dave. And uh, I am a sort of professional uh, geek as well in that I do illustration for uh, fantasy and science fiction role-playing games. Um, you can actually visit my website at jamesdenton.net. That's D-E-N-T-O-N. And that asshole from that Desperate Housewives stole my name. So uh, <laughs> uh, regardless, you can check that out. I've done stuff for uh, companies like Savage Mojo and Pinnacle. I uh, did uh, you know, some cartography for Pinnacle and stuff like that a while back. And uh, Bastion Press back when they were kind of big. And uh, Now I'm just trying to break into the big boys, Wizards of the Coast and things like that. So wish me luck. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and we're jumping right back into the fights now. Mike, it's yours. It is Lois and Clark versus Smallville. Ouch. Uh, both uh, are these are ones that I voted for, and uh, both for much the same reason. 
but I will give it to Smallville. I think uh, I think Michael Rosenbaum's Lex Luthor for me has become the definitive Lex Luthor. That is my favorite Lex of every incarnation animated. Uh, the original movie, the Lex Luthor in the comics, uh, for me, any time any type of a TV show or movie that's based on a comic actually becomes the definitive thing for the comic, I have to vote for that. All right, a vote for Smallville. Victor? Uh, Smallville. Just because the only one I watch on Netflix as often. All right, a vote for Smallville. And while I would love to vote for Lois and Clark because Terry Hatcher's boobs are amazing. amazing. They're real and they're spectacular. Exactly. I was wondering which one of us was going to go there first. <laughs> but I also said, what's the name of the movie? Cold Heat? Is that the name of it where she's banging somebody? I can't remember who she's banging, but she's naked for most of the movie and it's young Terry Hatcher and she's ridiculously hot. Mm-hmm. I love her. But Smallville has uh, Lana... Lois and Chloe, and all oh, three man. of them are ridiculously hot. I got to see Chloe in person once, ridiculously hot, which makes me think that Lana and Lois, I, my eyes might melt if I look at them. They're, they're that beautiful, so I, I got to go with Smallville. James? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Smallville uh, for a slightly more um, uh, uh, mature reason. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's boobies all the way. They got hot chicks all <laughs> over that show. Um, and uh, I think the the writing and, and some of the storylines and, and stuff, if, if we want to get into that side of it, uh, were actually a little bit better than Lois and Clark. Lo- I liked, uh, as you said before, that sort of moonlighting feel to Lois and Clark, the you know almost like buddy cop kind of, even that, that they weren't, but that's what it kind of felt like at times. But I think Smallville definitely has, uh, uh, over the long haul, has had uh, better writing and um, you know more quality appearances and things like that. So Smallville. All right, Paul, is it a clean sweep? Well, you know, Kay Callen, who played Ma Kent in uh, Lois and Clark, is a, is a talented actress, and I'm sure she was a lovely, lovely woman in her prime and everything, but Ma Kent on, on Smallville, Annette O'Toole. Gorgeous woman, talented actress, uh, and, oh, oh yeah, I actually like the, uh, most of the writing uh, and acting better on Smallville as well. So, Smallville. Oh, for Smallville, moving on. Smallville clean sweeped. Uh, Victor, this one is yours. Electro Woman and Dinah Girl versus Tales from the Crypt. Mm. Mm. Uh, I have to go with Tales from the Crypt just because. Just because, really. All right, just because. I'm going with Tales from the Crypt just because as well. No, I'm going with Tales from the Crypt because you got to see boobies on Tales from the Crypt. Even though Electro Woman and Dinah Girl look nice in their skippy outfits, you actually got to see boobies on Tales. So I'm going to go with Tales from the Crypt. James? You know, you kind of stole my answer. So what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the high road and be like, oh, yes, the production quality was nicer. The sets were unimaginably beautiful. Uh, it, Tales from the Crypt all the way, man. And, and like you said, boobies. It's HBO. What can you do? everything paul yeah (laughs) um well i i'm reminded why we should always have at least one woman on geek fights Uh, but um, for their boobies (laughs) so so there's less talk less decisions based entirely on boobies not if not if karen's on there'll be more booby talk well um and maybe kathy um, 
as as much as I I have a sense of nostalgia for Electra Woman and Dinah Girl, uh, Tales from the Crypt was what I would call an actual TV show. So <laughs> I'm gonna vote for that. Tales from the Crypt and Mike. Uh, Tales from the Crypt. If you just look at the names behind it, you know this is Richard Donner, Joel Silver, Walter Hill, Robert Zemeckis. These are some big guns, and uh, I don't even remember who played Electra Woman and Dinah Girl. See, Paul does, but don't ask him. Um, <clears throat> moving, I stopped myself. I, Paul, I know. can you tell us who played Electra Woman and Dinah Girl, please? I can, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Next fight is the Shazam Isis Hour versus the Incredible Hulk. And, uh, yeah, it's got to be the Hulk. Because even though um, they didn't technically get a comic right, it was still a big, strong guy lifting shit and throwing things and destroying stuff. Whereas I don't recall Shazam ever flying or doing anything that cool. So I got to go with Hulk. James? Uh, the Hulk could smash breakaway desks and tables with the best of them. Uh, Hulk. For Hulk Paul. Well, you know what? Captain Marvel, Shazam, did in fact fly. He did lift heavy things. Isis was also, you know, being borne aloft by by the the uh, something something winds. Um but yeah. You know what? As as much as I found the Hulk to be repetitive, I've still gotta still gotta go for the Hulk. Go for the Hulk. Mike. Ferigno, baby, Ferigno. Hulk. Walk up. <clears throat> Hulk. Victor. Oh, sorry. It's talking to the baby. <laughs> uh, I have to go with the Hulk because they had the best ending theme song ever. And it, you just have to walk backwards and cry. I almost received the. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's me. I almost want to end the episode with that now. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys ever see the Family Guy where Stewie was walking down with his thumb out? Who am I? Who am I? And doing the little theme yes. music. <laughs> That's <was> awesome. <clears throat> uh, James, this fight is yours. This, this is going to be an easy one. It's I'm going to crush it. Versus the six million dollar man. Oh gosh, six million dollar man. Like right. instantly, like he goes, da, 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 and Swamp Thing loses. Like he doesn't even have to do anything. He he rips some chain link fence apart, and Swamp Thing's all like, "Oh!" and trudges back into the mud. <laughs> all right, Paul. I you know I really wish I could make some sort of an argument for Swamp Thing, but I can't. Six million dollar man all the way. All right, a vote for six million dollar man, Mike. Uh, I can and will make an argument for Swamp Thing. In a straight-up fight, Earth Elemental beats Cyborg. A vote for Swamp Thing. Victor! Uh, guess I'll go with Swamp Thing just because uh, just I used to like watching him cry a lot. <laughs> Swamp Thing. It's all tied up between Swamp Thing and the $6 million man. And it's coming down to me. And... I really was I was gonna throw my vote to Swamp Thing just because Paul's like there's no way you can make an argument and I was like geek logic I like Swamp Thing better but uh, the six million dollar man is actually a better show so I'm gonna go with the six million dollar man but fuck you Paul anyway just because <laughs> <laughs> and we're moving on to our next fight Paul this one is yours hey it's a, this will be an easy one for you Batman versus the Green Hornet you think it would. Yeah, I, it's it's actually not easy for me at all. Um, I I, uh, I I'm 
you know, as as much of a Bat fan as I am, I like the Green Hornet TV show better. So, Green Hornet. Well, vote for Green Hornet, Mike. Uh, I'm going to vote for Batman when they do finally release the Batman TV show on DVD. I will own it. Uh, when And if they already have released the Green Hornet show on DVD, I don't even know. But the only one of those I will own is where he appears on the Batman TV show that uh, they still haven't released. But Batman. Vote for Batman. Victor. I'm going to go with uh, Batman just because I want to see the Kabams and the Bams. All right. A vote for Batman. Um... Yeah, you know what? I gotta go with the bat. There's there's really no way to vote against uh, Adam West and Burt Ward at this point in time. Um, James, bangs, bat, pal, man, it's, it's Batman. You know that that was a huge chunk of my childhood. And Green Hornet, uh, you know, is, is, is I, I guess it was all right, but it just did. It never spoke to me the way Batman did. So, uh, what was it? What was the guy's name? The Romero fellow, Cesar Romero, whatever. Yes. A, the Joker. You know, I mean, how can you, how can you compete with that? Up until, you know, the modern day, who could do that laugh better? Of course, now you got Mark Hamill, but, you know, at the time. So, uh, Batman for me. Batman moves on. Mike, this one is yours. It is Wonder Woman versus the Hoth. I'm sorry, it's versus Nick Fury versus Nick Fury. I am going to go with Wonder Woman. Um. Yeah, I just can't even make a joke about Hasselhoff at this point. <laughs> All right, Victor. Uh, go with Wonder Woman as well. Just because. All right. Um, I'm gonna vote with my penis as well and vote for Nick Fury. Ooh. What? <laughs> James. You know. Um. I, I, I got to be honest here. Uh, you know, I like I like David Hasselhoff. I don't care for his music, but uh, I mean, as a, as a as a guy who's able to make fun of himself and and all that, um, you know, I, I like him a lot. I enjoyed the roast, but uh, Nick Fury, I, I'm I, it sucked like hard, you know. So there's no there's no way I could vote for Nick Fury in good conscience. So uh, Wonder Woman, man, a vote for Wonder Woman and, and Paul. Oh, come on. Did Wonder Woman have a life model decoy that was like a really, really creepy robotic version of David Hasselhoff? That he could make out with? Okay, now that was just, that was uncalled for. Now I gotta go with Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wonder Woman wins, and we're moving on. Victor, this one is yours. It is Generation X versus The Flash. I'm gonna have to go with the Flash just because I liked uh, liked it a lot better watching on TV. Go vote for the Flash. Um, I'm gonna go Flash too because he was super fast and that was kind of awesome. James. Oh wait, who was it? The Flash versus who? Generation X. Oh, the Flash, man. <laughs> <laughs> Paul. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am going to go for a little extra dose of geek logic. Um, and throw some Python into the mix and uh, say that the Flash would ring, run rings around them geek logically. Oh, okay. Uh, that, okay. <laughs> um, Mike? You know, I will... My geek logic on this one will be because Damon and Paul are both wrong. 
the true origins of Geek Fight were, or of Geek Nights rather, was getting together with a bunch of guys after getting comic books back when comic books were on Thursday and watching The Flash and Twin Peaks. So uh, The Flash, in many ways, is the father of this podcast, so I'll give it to him. The illegitimate father. Uh, On to our last fight of this round. Uh, It is The Tick versus The Greatest American Hero. Mm. And I've got to go with Batman well... Uh, not American made, American made because uh, Liz, uh, she is gorgeous in that that show, and that show really should have gone on for like five or six seasons. But America wasn't ready for a superhero on normal TV yet. But I gotta go, Tick. Uh, James, um, you know, like I guess I grew up seeing a little bit of Greatest American Hero, but really didn't know that much about it. Uh, it didn't, it never really uh, grabbed me. I guess. Um, whereas, uh, you know, and it, I guess even at that point I was sort of, uh, it was more reruns, not the original airing that I would have seen, but, um, the tick, like we mentioned before, was funny. So, you know, I mean, it's funny in a way that I don't think, uh, greatest American hero was. So I have to go with the tick. All right. Vote for the tick, Paul. I, I, uh, I would love to be able to vote for the tick, but I cannot. I, I, the greatest American hero has a uh, has a special place in my heart, and uh, I'm going to have to give it to uh, Ralph Hinckley, the greatest American hero. Don't you mean Hanley? Oh yeah, Mister H. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> uh, actually, actually, it did start as Ralph Hinckley and later became Hanley. It, yes, they changed yeah. it from Hinckley because uh, the guy that shot President Reagan's last name was Hinckley. Nice. So wait, the greatest American hero shot President Reagan? <laughs> yeah, I think I think that How is. Think but that's that what made him a hero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Uh, yeah, the greatest American hero packaging was good, but it wasn't that good. So I'll pick Dick. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, you're the one that did the packaging. Hey, the Tick was still better. <laughs> Self awareness is key. All right, Victor. <laughs> I'll go with the tick just because it was a lot funnier to watch. A vote for the tick. The tick moves on, and uh, let's see. We're on to our next fight in the next round. James, this one is yours. It is Smallville versus Tales from the Crypt. Oh my God, Tales from the Crypt, dude! I mean, just the like, I, I can't really think of any anything on this on these lists that's really going to hold up again if if they have to keep battling. For me, at least, Tales from the Crypt. So, all the way, Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt, Paul. Um, you know what? I I didn't watch Tales from the Crypt that much. I have actually grown fond of Smallville, um, and uh, I'm going to go with Smallville. A vote for Smallville, Mike. Yeah, Tales from the Crypt didn't have the Legion of Superheroes, and it didn't have Doctor Fate's badass helmet, and it didn't have Red Kryptonite and Mister Mixelplick and all that stuff. I, I I never read a Tales from the Crypt comic. But I read a shitload of Superman comics, and Smallville is better than most of them. Smallville. A vote for Smallville. Victor! Um, I have to go with Tales of the Crypt because they had Whoopi Goldberg cut open a guy's stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's some geek logic. (laughs) Oh, man. I really, Mike, you, you shouldn't have done this. You suck, Mike. It's all tied up. Between Smallville and Tales from the Crypt. I really do enjoy both shows. 
well, let's rephrase that. I really did enjoy those first five seasons of Smallville, and I haven't watched it since because it really does suck balls. Ever since uh, Pa Kent died, I really have not liked the show. Lana got annoying. Uh, Lois got annoying. They lost Lex Luthor. They lost a lot of the characters. They lost everything I liked about the show. And I know it's a completely different show now. And, oh, you really like it. They've got the Legion of... Yeah, I don't really care. Tales from the Crypt got in, got out. It had, what, five, six seasons of just excellent television. I, I really do enjoy Tales from the Crypt way more than I... I think I like Smallville. So I'm sorry, Mike. I'm going Tales from the Crypt. All right. It, Tales from Ow. the Crypt is in the final four. <laughs> wow. So I, once again, I, I apologize, Mike. Uh, I would like. I would like to. Why are you apologizing to me? Because you love <laughs> apologize <Smallville>. to Superman. <laughs> but I hate if Superman. You can. Um, I, I would like to point out too that you know you had mentioned earlier that it was sort of like an NCAA bracket that this is based on, which is really I think a, a great analogy because there's like what three really great teams or so on this bracket and the rest of it's kind of crap so it's just like the ncaa so sweet deal uh yes and now we're down to the nitty-gritty but, uh, uh ncaa style or ncaa games are not determined by geek logic yes uh, <laughs> yes they are because this is completely fixed Paul, <laughs> are you saying our logic is fixed no 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 the ncaa is um wait what am I saying? It doesn't matter. Paul, this fight is yours. It is the Incredible Hulk versus the $6 million man. Um, I honestly think that the Hulk would not have made it to the air if it wasn't for the $6 million man. I think that the $6 million man broke ground on kind of sci-fi action superhero-y shows in the 70s that, um, that uh, the Hulk followed in. I, I think that uh, – uh, some of the filming techniques and everything. Anyway, six million dollar man. A vote for the six million dollar man, Mike. The six million dollar man had one bionic arm. The Hulk has two gamma irradiated arms. I will give it to the Hulk. A vote for the Hulk, Victor. I'm going with the Hulk just because I like the green guy. Vote for the green guy. Um. I would, you know, I'm not going to vote for the six million dollar man because he's just a guy who got some extra parts because he blew up a fucking plane. He was a loser. But the Hulk, Bruce Banner, sorry, David Banner, had had a, a gamma thing blow up in his fucking face. He survived it and got superpowers. That's awesome. I wonder how many kids have died since that happened. Like trying to blow up something and become the Hulk. I've got to go with the Hulk. Well, on the show, it didn't blow up. He just got zapped. You know what I mean, though. He got powers from something cool. James? Uh, you know, it, like I loved both of these shows as a kid, <clears throat> but I don't, I don't think I ever like wore my shirt sort of half on, half off so that I could pretend that I was hulking out and ripping it off for the $6 million man. So I'm going to have to go with the Incredible Hulk. I mean, and he had always the foresight to wear clothes that just, just stretchy enough around the middle so that they didn't fall off all the way when he hulked out. So, I mean, you know, cl- clever and inventive. A vote for the six uh, for the Hulk. Hulk That's moving right. on into the final four. Mike, this one is yours. <laughs> it is Batman versus Wonder Woman. Ooh, that's a tough one, but uh, not really. It's Batman. A vote for Batman. Victor. Uh, 
I'm going with Batman. Another vote for the bat. I am going with boobies with Wonder Woman. <laughs> James? <laughs> You know, uh, again, this is a tough call. Both the, both those shows appealed to me when, uh, when I was young, um, but ultimately, I think uh, you know, Batman as a character appeals to me more. Um, uh, so that's really it's really a tough call. But I guess I'll have to go with the Batman because you know, ultimately, um, again, he didn't have any real superpowers or whatever. It was you know, it was all gadgets and and uh, being smart and being rich and being. I guess somewhat physically fit. You know, Adam West is no Christian Bale, but uh, I'll go with Batman. A vote for Batman and Paul. You know, um, I'm I'm going to go kind of kind of simple on this one, similar to my logic on the last, which is if it weren't for the Batman TV show, the Wonder Woman TV show would not have been made. Um, Batman was the show that made people go, mm, "Well, we can give these these people in tights a try." Um, I mean, the, people love the Superman show, but after it ended and George Reed shot himself and or got killed, you know, Please. I think that uh, I think the Batman show kind of brought it back. And so I'm going with Batman. All right. Batman wins. But and boobies lose, unfortunately. Uh, Victor, this fight is yours. It is Flash versus the Tick. I'm going with the Tick just because. uh I don't even want to know how long it took him to get that blue suit on. Wow, you know, I never really did think about that. It had to have taken forever because it looked like it was a, a fully molded suit. Uh, they did a really good job with the costumes on that show. And, well, the Flash's costume was really similar to that. But I've got to go with the Tick because it really did really it, it, it embody the character that was the Tick. So I'm going Tick, James. Uh, yeah, again, uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, the tick on this one. Um, I, I would have, I guess the one thing that disappointed me about the, 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 you know, the character in the show was that he didn't have the, the, the face mask. Like, I, I guess they wanted uh, Patrick Warburton's face visible because it's Patrick Warburton and you want to see his weird expressions and stuff. But uh, uh, they were able to kind of do that with the Flash. You know, they had the, the mask, so you almost think I should let him win. But still, I think I enjoyed the Tick more, so the Tick takes it. Another vote for the Tick. Paul? Um, I am going to go with the Flash. Uh, much as I like the Tick, I uh, I do like me some occasional, actual, straightforward, trying to be taken seriously superhero action adventure drama um and uh the flash was one of my favorites in that regard so the flash a vote for the flash and mike uh i will go with the tick easy as that that's moving it. on and we've got our final four we've got tales from the crypt versus the hulk and batman versus the tick uh, mm. that's a very strange one uh james <laughs> this is yours it's right. tales from the crypt versus the hulk which one do you have all right. Oh, man. This is my childhood versus uh, my uh, teen slash adult years. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, we all like to hang on to our childhoods a little bit. That's why they're making those god-awful Garfield movies and, and uh, the Smurfs live-action film. But uh, ultimately, I think Tales from the Crypt still takes it because, again, it was just such a consistently awesome show. Like, there was never – I don't ever remember having seen an episode of it and thinking, wow, that, that wasn't so great. That kind of sucked, you know. Um, so, uh, Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt, Paul. 
Hulk smash puny crypt. <laughs> uh, okay, a vote for the Hulk, Mike. Uh, I will also go with the Hulk because I think a painted green dude takes a wrinkly old puppet any day. Hulk. All right. Victor. I have to go with uh, Tales from the Crypt just because I watched it way too often as a kid. Not to vote for it. You guys suck. Why do you guys keep giving the tiebreaker to me? I'm like, all right, cool. One of these is going to win. I'm not going to have to make an actual decision. Ugh, you suck. I really did love the Hulk as a child. I loved the Hulk as a child. I loved the Hulk as a child. And then I got a little bit older, and Tales from the Crypt started coming on HBO, and I loved Tales from the Crypt. The Crypt Keeper scared the fucking shit out of me, and there was no reason to, and then he was funny, and the episodes were great. They uh, revolving just awesomeness of cast, revolving crews, writers, directors. I've, I've got to go with Tales from the Crypt. Hey, uh, let me uh, let me add something on that. Also, the voice of the Crypt Keeper uh, is this uh, John Cassier guy, I believe was his name. Uh, and for uh, Geek Cred, he was married, uh, I, I, not anymore, I guess, but was married to Julie Benz. Uh, who who was what? D- D- what was her name? Darla or whatever? She was on, Darla. Uh, D- it was that her name, Darla on yep. Buffy. And she's yeah, also and on and No Ordinary Family. Dexter. Yep. And uh, now, yeah, she was uh, on Dexter for for what three seasons, four seasons, and now, uh, yeah, now on No Ordinary Family. So geek all the way. Wow. Which had it been around, could have made this list. Yeah. yeah A little bit longer, great. at least. Well, next yeah. time we'll throw Walking Dead on here too. Well, Walking Dead. Oh, that, that's going to be awesome. Well, see, that's the problem. We hope it's going to be awesome, but we know. Uh, IGN reviewed the pilot and said it was amazing. Yeah, that doesn't matter. It's, it's a whole show that's going to be awesome, not just the first episode. That is true. Mike. Yeah, I would I would point out the first episode of uh, Enterprise and Voyager and, <laughs> and many shows that were actually pretty good the first time out and then just got worse. That is true. Many shows on this list are like that. The pilot for Smallville was awesome. Yes. The pilot for Smallville sold me on the show, and then halfway through the season, I was like, I don't know. Uh, Mike, (laughs) we're on to you on this fight. It's Batman versus The Tick. Uh, As much as I love The Tick, not not only would there be no Tick because Batman kind of opened the door for uh, superheroes on TV, Batman also kind of invented the uh, the campy superhero style that the Tick would later, I think, perfect. But uh, I've got to give it to Batman. That was a bona fide um, sensation. You know, they, no one made a dance called the Tick Toosie. So I have to give it to Batman. All right. <laughs> a vote for the bat. Victor. Um, I don't have to go with Batman just because uh, he had sprays for everything. Yes, he did. Bat shark repellent, bat woman repellent, bat vagina repellent. Um, but that, gonna... that was Robin. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Watching Return to the Bat Cave, which you also did the cover for that too, didn't you? Yes, I did. Uh, you learned that uh, Robin had a huge cock. So I'm going to vote for Batman just because of that. That's my uh, so only you, reason. You've switched from boobies to cock? Uh, well, he, I, he I, went from geek logic to gay porn logic. No, I, I, I just respect 
the fact that Robin was packing heat. I, I just respect that. I, I, I love that little bit of knowledge, that tidbit. Another instance where the sidekick was superior to the hero. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> James? I'm going to have to go with Batman because alongside uh, Sesame Street, that was really one of the first uh, shows that, that had this sort of like openly homosexual couple uh, on screen, uh, uh, both you know Batman and Robin and uh, Bert and Ernie. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it wins for uh, being innovative in that regard. Batman and Robin weren't gay? What are you talking about? They were totally gay, dude. Okay, just a little bit. Paul? Yeah. So totally not. But, uh, <laughs> but I think uh, Batman was, in fact, groundbreaking. It's funny because uh, often people dog on Batman, you know, for the campiness and everything. But, hey, you know, it's like the perfect show for a certain age. And um, it's goofy. And Yvonne Craig, purple Batgirl costume. I'm going to go for Batman. Batman in a clean sweep. And we are at our final. It is Tales from the Crypt versus Batman. Mm. Uh, Luckily, I'm going to leave this one off so I don't have to end up with a tiebreaker. Yay! Um, And I, you know what? I've, I've been championing it the whole way. As much as I like Batman, I, I do. Tales from the Crypt was my childhood comic book show, uh, so I got to go with Tales from the Crypt. James, Tales from the Crypt, man. I said it earlier that that show to me beat um, pretty much every show on the list, and, and Batman is no exception. Uh, as as good as Batman was, and as much of a part of my childhood as it was, uh, Tales from the Crypt definitely was a superior show in my mind. All right, Paul. I would argue that Tales from the Crypt was barely a comic book to any of us. <laughs> we were when when the actual Tales from the Crypt comic book was coming out, none of us were reading it. Um, I'm sorry, as you know, Tales from the Crypt might be might be just a splendor for a show, but when it comes down to the the King Kamehameha of comic book TV shows, I have got to go with Batman. A vote for the Bat. Mike, uh, I will also vote for Batman because Batman was approved by the Comics Code Authority. Tales from the Crypt was not. You are, you are correct. <laughs> it's all tied up, and the deciding vote goes to you, Victor. Which show wins the greatest superhero show of all time? Um. I have to go with Batman just because it is an actual live hero. And Crypt Keeper was a bunch of scary stories that made me want to cry. All right. Because uh, everybody loves a winner. I'm going to change my vote to Batman. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Batman wins four to one because somebody's a traitor to his childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Batman winner. does win. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, the guests for joining us. Is there anything anybody would like to plug, Paul? Uh, yes. Um, I am fairly new to Twitter at Storyville, S-T-O-R-R-I-E-V-I-L-L-E at, uh, on Twitter. Uh, my website, Storyville.com, spelled the same way. Um, and I have uh, a, a graphic novel, original graphic novel to announce uh, it is called – I think actually this is my first time that I'm announcing it. I mentioned something on my website. It's called Made for Each Other. It's part of the Learner Publishing My Boyfriend is a Monster 
graphic novel line <laughs> of uh, action, comedy, horror, romance. Uh, and it's uh, due out in uh, – well, sadly not out until April of next year, but uh, I'm starting to talk it up now. All right. Oh, uh, with artist Eldon Cowger. Thank you. Uh, James. Again, I'll just put a quick plug out there for uh, jamesdenton.net. Uh, and uh, that's you know my my art portfolio slash blog, and you can also visit uh, geekspeakpodcast.com dot uh, com to check in on on uh, my my podcast and see what we have to say. We have we might actually get a new episode up sometime soon, so check us out. Cool beans. Um, let's see, and of course zengeek.com, dot com. That's that's Victor's site. Victor doesn't want to pimp it, but dot net. I'm sorry, dot net. Juan keeps pimping it, so I'm, I'm posters. The other yeah. one's for posters. <laughs> All right. Uh, but if you're like, looking for a poster, you can go to zengeek.com. Yes, apparently. <laughs> I'd like to thank Trekcast for airing my trivia, mania.com for having a great geek site. Uh, for all things Trek, look no further than Subspace Communique. And, of course, Jarrett Formby for the pimped-out intros he creates for our show, like the one that's on this one. Mike? I would like to plug The Age of TV Heroes. Uh, it's a hardcover book written by George Corey, published by Tomorrow's Publishing. This is basically everything we've covered on tonight's show. It's uh, everything you need to know about superheroes on TV. Uh, it's got a great... Alex Ross painted cover featuring George Reeves and Adam West and Linda Carter and the dude who played Shazam. Um, George is a great guy. He is uh, such a great guy. He included uh, included me in the acknowledgments to the book because I provided him uh, with some images. And uh, you can also find me on the Zod Complex podcast at zodcomplex.com. Uh, you can find us on the internet at geekfights.net, not geekfights.com. That's a LARPing site of some kind. Um, I shouldn't plug them because they stole our name. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We're Geekfights. You can become a fan on Facebook. Just look for Geekfights. Damon? And if you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us. All it really takes is a headset and Skype to join the Legion of Geeks! Uh, our upcoming battles... Oh, that's right. I have to look at the list. Uh, uh, there we go. We got crime uh, lords. Next week is greatest crime lords, and then books versus movies. That's going to be a weird one. While we're doing that one, uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's would, what it says. I would, All right. I'm not sure what books you'll be putting in there, but uh, I wouldn't mind a spot on that panel. <laughs> Everybody wants in. <laughs> Everyone. Uh, uh, any idea and all the ideas are welcome. Until next time, everybody, keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. Electra Woman and Dina Girl were played by Deidre Hall and Judy Stangus. Whores! <laughs> <laughs> that was a random whore! <laughs> there are no random whores. Yeah, mine are all extremely well-placed whores. That's, that's all I'll say. Mm-hmm.